Hey everybody, welcome to Life Talk Radio. Tonight we're going to talk about a little bit of human trafficking and talk about the Alabama Alliance for Human Trafficking and Child Safety. You know, it's a vision that I had. It's a one of the goals that I had to start a group to not only work with law enforcement, but to get out and reach as many people as we can and give them the information that's here so that they can protect their kids. You know, we want to reach, teach, prevent, and protect, and protect our survivors. So with that being said, you know, it seems like the United States has like a guilty and and dirty little secret, you know, and it's time to expose the truth of what's really going on. As many people heard here in the Tri-County, there was a case this weekend that involves some human trafficking here in Montgomery. And it is a problem. It's a problem in the Tri-County. It's something that everybody needs to be aware of. And children are being targeted and sold for sex in America every day. I mean, young children, you know, some as young as nine, uh, they're being bought, sold. And the average age for a young woman being sold for sex now also is 13 years old. I mean, that's America's dirty little secret, sex trafficking, especially when it comes to buying and selling girls. And and I mean, it's become a big business in America. It's the fastest growing business in organized crime. And it's second most commonly to illegal drugs and then guns, which I personally think in the next few years, human trafficking will probably be number one. You know, you got to look at it like this. People are getting involved in this because if you think about selling drugs or selling guns, it can only be retailed out just one time. But a young girl can be sold up to 10 to 15 times a day. And these pimps confiscate 100% of their earnings. Consider this, or even just think about this, people. Every two minutes, a child is exploited in the sex industry. You know, and this would come from USA Today about how many um, Americans are purchasing children for sex 2.5 million times a year. And and you want to know who's buying sex? Ordinary men from every walk of life. This does not have a racial thing or, you know, it's this uh, group or that group. I mean... You're talking about doctors and pastors, spouses, teachers that are doing this. Just think about Georgia. They estimated that 7,200 men, half of them in their 30s, seek to purchase sex with girls each month. That's roughly at 300 a day. On an average, a child may be raped 6,000 times during a five-year period of that servitude or that uh, when they're being trafficked. You know, of course, it's estimated about 100,000 boys and girls are bought and sold in the United States every year with as many as 300,000 kids that could be in danger for trafficking. Some of these children are forced, they're abducted, some are runaways, You know, some are sold by their parents. I talk about this all the time about generational families of parents selling their kids for sex. They do it for rent. 
They do it for drugs. And it's going on here in Alabama, and people really need to wake up. Um, you know, also, you got to look at the commercial sex uh, industry. You know, the, the internet, strip clubs, escort services, street prostitution. And it's going on everywhere, people. Everywhere that you have a bigger city, this goes on. But now, it's starting to come into the smaller cities. You know, it's not just the big cities alone. It's the smaller cities because these groups can network right up under our noses. And nobody says nothing. Nobody is paying attention. And that's how they operate. Um, and, you know, don't, don't think that this is a case of where... Only lower income families and, you know, poverty and immigrants that human trafficking happens because it's not. It's happening in rich, uh, rich neighborhoods. I mean, look at Hoover, Alabama. It's happened uh, for the past couple of years in Hoover. And I mean, it can happen to anybody. That's why it's so important to talk to your kids, educate them, be aware of your surroundings, pay attention and know also for parents, know what your kids are doing. Know what they're doing on the internet. Know who they're talking to, who their friends are. Ask questions. It's okay to be nosy as a parent. Parents are supposed to be nosy. We have got to do better with watching our kids. I mean, because if not, we're going to have more problems next year than we are having this year. You know, this is just basically the opening or the eye opener. A 2020 into human trafficking, sex trafficking, labor trafficking, organ harvesting. It's only the beginning, people. And you know, no girl wakes up in the morning wanting to be a traffic prostitute. They're not waking up wanting to go to the hotels and have sex all day. This is a huge problem. And we, we as a group, why I started this group is to Work with local law enforcement, be the eyes and ears, the boots on the ground, to where not where we're going to educate people, we're going to educate the school systems, but we're going to try to help enforce it because that's it needs some enforcement. It needs some enlightenment so the traffickers know that people around here are looking, people are asking questions, people are being educated in these problems. You know, and this is a highly profitable business. You know, uh, it can make up to $9.5 billion a year. And look, all these numbers are going to change. You know, there's tons of numbers out there from a lot of different agencies. They're all going to change. You know, they're not going down. They're going up. So they will change. Um, you also got to look to, you know, I was saying earlier, the average age is about 13. Um, I think to it's a little bit younger than that. I'm thinking more of 8, 9, 10. Um, I, I believe that those numbers are a little different with different organizations as well. But I believe now that they're getting involved around the 8, 9, 10 era, or age, I'm sorry. Um, but for every 10 women that we rescue... There's 50 to 100 more being brought into trafficking. I mean, and they're not 18 or 20-year-olds anymore. 
you know, they are noted of, you know, 25-year-old victims. Uh, but these minors are around 13 who are being trafficked. They're just little girls. They're babies. And, and you know, you think about what kind of person uh, wants to buy a 13-year-old. Well, people, you need, you need to look around. This is what kills me about America. When, when we're so blinded, we're so sheep. Everybody's a sheep because... You need to look around about how young girls have been sexualized for years. Music videos, billboards, TV ads, clothing stores. Marketers created a demand for young flesh and over-sexualized over children. You know, look at the problem that Netflix has right now with that uh, show Cuties. You know, America is infatuated with sexualization of, of children. Look at California laws, how they're changing. And it's not okay. And then let's talk about the porn industry. I mean, porn is a huge problem. All these porn-inspired images of young girls, you know, the uh, stripper heels, wearing the clothing, the latex, the corsets. And I mean, you got girls wearing this in junior high school. I, I mean, this is a generation of pornication yeah pornication is what we'll call it and it's not okay and this culture is grooming these little girls to be preyed on against sexual predators and nobody's willing to stand up and fight about it that's what kills me about how how are you going to let these people get abused and these kids be trafficked and be preyed on you know, you really got to see the big picture of what's going on, not only with this, but also how social media makes it too easy. And I've been saying this for months now, that, that social media is really easy to find girls because the pimps are on it looking for them. You know, it used to be they kind of cruised the malls, the high schools, the middle schools, but, and they do, but... It's easy now with social media because it's right here in our hands. And of course, a lot of them start out as runaways, throwaways. Um, some of the larger sex rings that are operating throughout the United States, that you know, they'll snatch up the runaways, uh, they'll snatch up the homeless, and they just become sex slaves to them. You know, it's a huge problem. And People have got to get together willing to fight because it's only going to get worse because it's getting easier. It's too easy. And I've always said this about Alabama. I, I feel like we're just years behind. I feel like the bad guys are winning. I feel like the bad guys are, they watch what a lot of people do on social media. They watch the different networks that are trying to enforce it. And you know, that's something to take in consideration too, that, the bad guys are on social media watching what the good guys do. And also now, the new thing is now the gangs, the street gangs are getting into human trafficking because they can make more money. You know, if you sell that one, one bag of dope or that one gun, it's a one and done. Where you're selling a girl 10 to 15 times a day, keeping all the profit, you know, and then... 
a lot of them get hooked on drugs, alcohol, you know, uh, they're mentally abused, physically abused. Uh, they have to deal with PTSD and it's a, it's a huge problem that we have to be aware of because once we start saving these girls and getting them help, it's a lot of medical help they're going to need. And people don't really realize that when you talk about human trafficking and you talk about getting our survivors, you have to deal with not only their mental and physical help, but you know, they deal with STDs, HIV, female problems, mental illness. It's stuff that we have to have a plan for. We have to have a facility for them. You know, it's, it's something that if you care about this and you're putting all your effort in for the survivors, we have to figure out a place to put them. We have to have a place to get the medical help. And, and you know, I don't have all the answers. I truly don't have all the answers on how to fix this. All I know is their life expectancy is not even seven years in it. And they either overdose or they kill themselves. And it's just really sad that if you think about such a young child who's been thrown away that probably won't live seven years before she's either murdered or she overdoses, you know, or she, you know, she commits suicide. You know, we're living in those dark times, but I just want to get out here and give a lot of awareness, a lot of warning and help as many parents as I can also to find, you know, the survivors to try to get them help. Because I, I feel like that these girls and boys, they probably feel like everybody's give up on them, that there's no hope. And there is hope. I talked about it earlier today about there's hope and we all have to network together and we all have to be there for each other. And we have to keep those boots on the ground and keep turning those rocks, you know, and it's going to be uncomfortable. It's not going to be easy. It's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be hard. But if we all work together and keep that awareness going, something good's going to come out of it. But Alabama just don't have enough enforcement with it. And that's one of the things that just, it makes me so ill because that you're dealing with our kids. You're dealing with kids who, even some of the, the ones that are runaways are they're in the foster care system. They deserve better. And we as adults should not throw them away. They, everybody deserves a chance. Everybody deserves to have a decent life. And most people just turn their back on these kids. And I just don't understand I just really, truly don't understand it because, um, and then you got, you got to look at all the abuse that they take and, you know, and it's uncomfortable, you know, they're abused, shot, stabbed, raped, kidnapped, beaten all before 18 years of age. You know, these pimps have these quotas for these girls. If they don't meet it, they get beat up. I mean, you're talking about 16, 17-year-old girls. And also parents. Parents truly, truly need to talk to their kids at an earlier age about what true love is. What love is, you know, love is not sex. 
It is not sex, and people need to know that. Love is not sex. And I promise you this, and I told somebody the other day that I promised them this, I will never give up fighting this fight at all. I'll never give up doing it because it's a problem. It's a growing evil. Um, It's out in the open. It's everywhere. Uh, It's in our hands because of of how easy it is uh, with the, the cell phones and the internet. But it's time to educate yourselves, your children, because this is a huge menace to our communities. And we are constantly feeding this monster. You know, monsters are not under the bed anymore. Hell, they're in the malls, the churches, at the schools, down the street. And and we've gotta we've gotta stop it. We gotta stop glorifying sex too. We have a culture of that that we need to stop. Um you know, billion dollar industry. And it's everywhere. It's in pornos, it's in music, entertainment, TV, sports. And it's not okay. I mean, it's just, you got to start contacting your city council, your elected officials, police departments, and, and start asking them, what are they doing to battle against sex trafficking? Is it a top priority to them? You know, we got a war on terror and drugs. But what are they doing for this? You know, stop changing the laws to make it easier for the predators. You know, I've seen that. I've looked at what California's doing. You know, it's not okay for men and women and children to be victimized. But, you know, I just wanted to come on here, talk a little bit about it. Some things that, you know, was on my mind. Um... And I agree, you know, I had somebody talk to me this afternoon. We were talking about how police, police do need to do a better job of training with this, identifying and responding to these issues. Uh, You know, it's a social service, you know, too. We also have to get our, talking about social services, we need to make sure our state's social services that deal with these children are more um, trained and aware of what's going on. But it's going to take a group effort, guys. It's going to take everybody. Everybody's got to be on board. you got to be all in, ready for boots on the ground. But if anybody's ever got a message or needs to talk about something, especially when it's dealing with your kids or, you know, human trafficking or something, please inbox me. You can inbox the uh, show or you can inbox me to my Facebook. But I just wanted to get on here tell everybody thanks once again to... I appreciate you, and I will talk to you soon. Sean will be on here in the next few days, and I'm sure by the end of the week we'll do another show with Sean and Deborah. So y'all take care, and we'll see you soon.